Believe it or not, up until a few years ago, my belief system was shaky. I didn't know what to think when it came to manifesting more of what I desired in life and business. Back then, you never would have heard me use the word manifestation, let alone openly talk about the universe. But the more I do this work and the more I support others in creating the beautiful balanced life and successful thriving business they desire, the more I embrace that having a solid belief system, whatever that may be, is essential to creating more results. So today, in the final episode of the Owning It series, I'm sharing what I'm afraid to tell you about my woo-woo beliefs. I'm dishing out the fears I've had around sharing my beliefs about manifestation and the work I've done to become more open, not just talking about this topic, but coaching around it too. My hope is that this episode will serve as a beautiful reminder to anchor into your own beliefs and use that as a strong foundation and as a basis for creating more of what you want. You're listening to One Simple Shift, and I'm your host, Amanda Joyce Weber, the mindset coach and business mentor that believes it is possible to have a beautiful, balanced life and a successful, thriving business. In fact, what if success wasn't as complicated as everyone was making it out to be? What if the magic formula you've been looking for has been you all along? Each week, I cut through the noise and bring you one simple, actionable mindset shift you can implement today to completely transform the way you show up daily and the results you see because of it. All success starts with the right mindset, and it's time that you create the life and business you've always dreamed of. Let's get started. Hello, my simple shifters. I hope you are having an incredible week. I am so pumped for today's episode. Like seriously, I can't even tell you how excited I am about this one because this changed my life. Like literally these beliefs that I'm talking about today that I'm shining a light on that I am letting you know all about why I felt so much shame around them for so long are the exact things that I needed. It was the exact mindset shift that I needed in order to create the thriving life and business that I have today. And I just feel so freaking fired up to share this with you because this literally changed my life. Like I cannot say it enough times, but if I look back on my business journey, if I look back on how I got where I am today, I can tell you that cultivating a belief system that felt good to me was one of the biggest mindset shifts that really propelled my life and business forward and really allowed me to embrace what I've created. So I'm just so excited to dive into this episode. I am going to be telling you everything that I am afraid to tell you about mindset and manifesting and how I ended up being a mindset coach who actually had a little bit of a wobbly mindset herself a few years ago. So There's just going to be so much goodness in this episode today, and I know that there are definitely going to be some takeaways, some aha moments, and lessons that you can apply to your own life and business so that you can really start thriving. 
So first, I want to go all the way back to the beginning where I was pivoting from my design business to coaching. As you know, I have talked about that throughout this series. I think that was like one of the biggest things I was so afraid that people would know is that I was a designer before I was a coach. When I think back to the beginning, obviously, I talk about it a lot on the podcast now, but I think that I was just so afraid that because I didn't come out of the womb being a coach, that somehow made me less qualified. And this was totally a mindset challenge that I had to do work around because that was actually why people wanted to hire me was because I had built up the successful design business because I knew how to do that because I actually thrived in that business and I could help others to do the same, which only made me a better coach, right? So it's so funny when I think back to that pivot, because I was just so afraid for people to know that. And then here I am just like telling you again and again and again on the podcast here. So when I go back and when I think about that pivot to coaching, I had done beta tests with clients, essentially. So I really wanted to be sure that the process that I was building around future you coaching actually worked. And I actually had some experience coaching and then I could charge for it down the road, right? So when I go all the way back to the beginning, that was how Future You Coaching was born, was really me recognizing that I wanted to have some sort of coaching process, essentially. I talk about this a lot too, but designers love their process. And I think that this is such a fascinating thing because I don't feel like other industries get quite as attached to process, but designers love it. And it makes a lot of sense, right? When you're in a creative field, you like to know that no matter what ingredients you put in, you're going to get a relatively similar result each time. So in a design profession, that's actually super comforting because you you know, you know, I sketch this out, then I take those sketches and then I move them onto the computer and then I look for typefaces and then I apply a color palette and then I start looking for a photo style and so on and so on. But that's really how that safety and security is born in knowing that you can help different clients achieve a similar result. So that's a little aside there, but that was why I wanted a process when I pivoted to coaching for the same reason. I wanted to know that if I took clients through a specific process that they would get a similar result. Now, it works a little different in the coaching world because everyone is a human having a human experience. So there isn't one exact process that you can take every single human through and guarantee a result at the end, right? No coach can guarantee a result. But what I found was that this was a great starting point for me. So what I really felt good about in the beginning was vision boards. I was so on board with vision boards. I still am. I still, I'm like staring at my vision board right now, but that felt really good to me. And here's why I knew that visualization was such an incredible part of how I created the life that I had. And what I mean by that is I really remember being in my New York City apartment and thinking about how it was not my forever plan and that I really wanted to live someplace with fresh air and open space and outdoorsy stuff and actually live with my boyfriend at the time, now husband, and not have to long distance date anymore and all of the things. 
But when I thought about that, I really did visualize what that would look like. In my mind's eye, I had this idea of what all of those things would look like when I when it finally made it happen, basically. And that was so helpful for me because this is something that as a designer, as a creative person, as someone who has a really strong visualization skill, that was super helpful for me because it really allowed me to warm up my mindset before I even got there. So her brains can't tell the difference between what's actually happening in real life and what we're envisioning in our mind's eye, essentially, right? So our body reacts in very similar ways, right? Like you can think about something and feel the feelings of that thing without it actually happening. And this is like a whole nother podcast episode. But I think that that was really helpful for me back then because I think that was how I worked through a lot of the unknown in moving from New York to Colorado, leaving my job, all that kind of good stuff was I just had that visualization skill down. It was something that I did really well. It's actually something that I do while I'm running. It's really hard for me to focus on running while I'm running. I know, strange, right? But that's like, I kind of mentally, I don't want to say like check out, but I think that that there's like a fine line between visualization and daydreaming. And usually when I would run, I would visualize like future events that were coming up or things that I desired. So this is something that goes way back, right? So I knew that that visualization skill was so helpful to me and I knew that having a vision board, the same way I would create mood boards and design essentially, was also something that had been super helpful in guiding design clients. So I remember thinking there's got to be a way to combine all this stuff to help people build the life and business that they want. So back in the beginning, that's the part I was totally sold on. That was the part that I was like, this is the thing, right? I had seen it work in design with creating mood boards. I had seen it work with my own like interior design with pulling inspiration images of what I wanted things to look like and the white walls and the neutral color palette and the furniture and all of that stuff. And that was a very straightforward approach. I really found a lot of comfort in, okay, here is my inspiration image. I know that in interior design, I can turn around and I can go shopping for pieces that look like that. And I can end up with a similar result. So I was so on board with that process. And I just knew that if I could help people create these vision boards and really envision what the life was that they were looking to step into, then I would be able to better help them to create it, right? I tell you all the time that most people don't get what they want because they don't even know what they want, right? And this was so helpful because those early clients, we all did a vision board together. And essentially that was so helpful because it allowed me to see what they envisioned for their future. But it also really helped to warm their mindset up to stepping into that reality. So that was something that when I first started Future You, I would do all the time. And over time, as I started, this was like as I was starting to coach, but I remember that I didn't necessarily know that this was even like mindset coaching. Like 
mindset coaching was something I found out about later after I had done the beta clients and all of that, right? I did not know that mindset coaching was a thing, and I certainly didn't know that this vision board stuff was included in mindset coaching, was under the umbrella of that. So I remember learning more about mindset coaching. At first, I was like, I just don't understand what mindset coaching is. Like, I don't understand what mindset coaches do all day. Basically, I think there's, if you go back to the sales series on the podcast, you can hear me talk about it with my coach and you can hear my exact words, but I I was pretty snobby about it. I was like, I just don't understand what they do, right? And it makes sense, right? Because I think that mindset sometimes can feel vague and fluffy, right? We can be like, oh, you just have to think differently and you have to step into it, right? And unless you actually understand how to implement those beliefs and practices into your life, it can feel like this really abstract concept. So I get it. I get why I was coming to it from that perspective. But I really believe that this was just such a important part for me to get on board with because understanding what mindset actually does and understanding what mindset can really do for you and your business and how to apply that to your life and business was so incredibly life-changing for me, right? So this is what I want to talk to you about in this final episode of the Owning It series is I really want you to understand how this all came about, how I cultivated those beliefs over time, how I went from someone who really didn't know a thing about mindset coaching or that it was even a thing and to someone who not only fully believes so much about mindset and the importance of it, but also coaches around that as well. So just want to really shine a light on those aspects because I think that there is this way in which mindset can sound very woo-woo and very out there and like airy-fairy. And I just want to bring it down a little bit. I want to talk about it from both the woo-woo perspective, but also the practical perspective, right? I think that you know, when we think about mindset, I think people are really quick to go to the woo-woo spiritual out there place. And I get it. But at the same time, you there's a practical perspective to a lot of the beliefs that are cultivated, right? So I think that you can really look at it from both sides there. If you're someone who tends to really get on board with the woo-woo, then maybe that's really helpful for you to think about it from that perspective. Or if you're someone who tends to be more grounded in the practical, then maybe it's really helpful for you to think about it from a more practical perspective. Essentially, you get to decide what beliefs feel true to you and use them as a guide, right? So nothing that I say today is set in stone. You don't have to think about it the exact same way from the exact same perspective that I did. But I think that just understanding how my beliefs came about, the shame I felt around some of these beliefs for so long, the difficulty I had talking about it, and how that transformed into really the foundations by which I coach is just super helpful because it really allows you to see how you can take what works for you and leave the rest, right? 
So, so excited to dive in deeper here, but I think it's so helpful for you to know that I went to an all-girls private Catholic school growing up, right? So mindset was not something that was taught to me at an early age or anything like that, right? I went to school, I had religion class, I had, you know, I had a religious upbringing, I would say. Um, Maybe it wasn't like the strictest religious upbringing, but I think that for the most part, I was raised Lutheran, I went to a Catholic high school, I really understood a lot about religion. And as I grew up and as time went on, I just kind of faded away from those belief systems. I don't know quite how else to describe it. It's not like it's something that I gave a lot of time and thought to, but it was just like I didn't go to church every Sunday after college or anything like that. Like I didn't have a religious practice that I would do. Like I am someone who prays pretty consistently, so I think that was part of it, but I don't think I felt like the beliefs that I was necessarily brought up in always felt true to me. And I think that that's really important to say because this is not a podcast to tell you what's right and wrong or to give you some opinions that you then have to take on. Like that is not what this is about. What this is about is really finding what feels true to you. Because what I found is cultivating a belief system that felt true to me was a game changer for my life and business. So I think it's just really important to say that because this is not to offend anyone. This is not to be like, this is not true or this is true or anything like that. The The point is really to shine a light on how I struggled so much with my mindset and it felt really wobbly because I did not have that belief system in place. And that was the thing that really helped me to create the life and business that I actually wanted. So I think that, you know, all of those religious beliefs is fine and good. And this is a personal opinion, but I honestly believe that the reason we have so many religions out there is because we are all different and we all resonate with different things. And it would actually probably be really freaking boring if we all believe the same thing and we all did the same thing all the time, right? So I think just having that contrast and that diversity and having different things that different people resonate with is actually really important and is actually just like part of our human experience. So I think that that is just super helpful. That's the perspective that I take. And that's just so helpful in me just being like accepting of other beliefs and other religions and other perspectives, because I think that that is just really important to say. And it's really important that that exists, right? So we can all find something that feels good to us, that feels true to us, and we get to choose those beliefs and really take that kind of empowered approach around it. So I think that the biggest shift for me when I came to really understanding mindset and really finding beliefs that felt true to me was when I read a book called Leveraging the Universe by Mike Dooley. This was a book that my coach gifted me and I blew through it. And I don't think that I have ever found a book that felt so true to the beliefs that I already had or the ways that I already 
had seen life working and really connected the dots in such a beautiful way, right? Because it didn't necessarily feel like I was cultivating new beliefs. It was more like the way in which I had already discovered that life works and life unfolds were really represented by the words on the page. And that was so helpful to me because it really just felt like that, almost like coming home, right? Almost like really feeling seen and understood for the first time. So this book, if you haven't read it, Leveraging the Universe by Mike Dooley, I highly recommend. The other book that I recommend to almost all my clients is Playing the Matrix, which is super helpful, also by Mike Dooley. But that one I love especially because it really takes the beliefs that are cultivated in Leveraging the Universe and it applies it to manifesting your goals, right? So that is just, both of those books were such game changers for me. Like I cannot stress that enough. But essentially, this was my first interaction with mindset work and manifestation and really understanding how it all worked and how to wrap words around it and how to speak to it. And that was so helpful for me because instead of feeling like I just ignored having a belief system, which is pretty much what I had done most of my life, I was finally able to find something that felt true to me and to actually establish those beliefs, allow them to be an anchor and a filter for the decisions moving forward. So it just helped me to really have that strong foundation as I was moving forward in my business, as I was trying to grow. And consequently, a lot of it applied to what I also wanted to coach around. So in Leveraging the Universe, he actually talks a lot about visualization and a lot about manifestation and really wraps the kind of practical context around it that I think is super helpful if you are not someone who really believes in manifestation or if woo-woo things sound out there to you. I think that this is one of those instances where you can read it and you can take what feels true to you and you can apply that and you can just leave the rest, right? Like none of this is set in stone. It's really just, you know, I view all of these things as a guide for finding what feels true to you. And I think that that is what was so helpful for me in these books. The other two books that I'll recommend, simply because I think they were really helpful for me in thinking about having a creative business, shifting my mindset, manifesting more of what I want, all of those topics that I talk about all the time, those were Big Magic by Elizabeth Gilbert. Absolutely freaking love that book. I read it in the bathtub for like, I don't know, a month probably. And it's just so incredibly good. Like that book is so good. So even if you're not a creative entrepreneur, I think like we're all creative in some way. That book is super helpful. And the other one that I really like is Breaking the Habit of Being Yourself by Dr. Joe Dispenza. That one is also super helpful. And the thing I will say here is... There's a lot in common between these three books or four books, and they're all from three different authors, right? So I think that's really helpful as well in just seeing that the overlying belief systems can be very similar, but they can approach them from different perspectives. So when it comes to finding what feels true to you, I think that that is just super helpful. So as I was saying, 
I felt so much shame around talking about these beliefs for so long because I felt like mindset and manifesting is something that is commonly misunderstood. It's something that people tend to think is vague and airy-fairy and out there and not necessarily something that people apply practical logic around. And I was really approaching it from both places. And that is really that's what I believe. I believe in both the woo-woo and the practical. I coach around both the woo-woo and the practical. And ultimately, like that is what feels good to me, right? Because I think that for a really long time, I was trying to like muscle my way to success. I can't think of another way to describe it, but I felt like if I just did more, if I just did more things, if I just hustled it out, if I just, you know, took more courses or, you know, invested more in more programs or like, I don't even quite know how to wrap words around it, but it was very much just like pushing driving energy, right? If I just did all these things, I'll get there kind of thing. And really where mindset came into the picture was, and this is like the most important belief that I have cultivated over time in my life and business, which is that the universe will meet you halfway. So this is like the number one thing I wish I had known when I started my business is that the universe is always meeting us halfway, right? So a lot of times we think like, well, you know, I tried that one post and it didn't get any response or no one booked a call and therefore it's not working, right? And what I love so much about the more practical side of manifesting is really showing up and taking action and allowing the universe to meet you halfway with the right people, the right opportunities, the right exact perfect circumstances that honestly quite often work out better than you could have even imagined to ultimately help you to reach your goal. And that was such a game changing shift for me because instead of trying to muscle my way there, I started viewing every action that I was taking in the coaching business as a opportunity for the universe to meet me halfway. So I say all the time, results aren't always linear. And what I mean by that is as business owners, we would love to think that I write X post and I get one client out or I show up and do one interview and I book one session or like whatever, right? Like we would love to think, put X in, get Y out. But the truth is it really doesn't always work that way. In fact, it rarely works that way in that often you are showing up and you are trying different things from the perspective of showing the universe that you are really committed to this goal and you are committed to working toward what it is that you want, giving the universe so many avenues to meet you halfway on that goal. I mean, Take a second, really think about the last thing that you were looking to create in your life and business, the last goal you accomplished. I would be willing to bet that you could never have predicted exactly how that was going to show up. I bet the exact perfect circumstances, the exact perfect people, the exact perfect things happened in order to make that your reality. I know that that is definitely true for me in my life and business. And I have just seen that be true for clients again and again as well. So the key piece here is really showing up and believing that if you continue to take action toward your goal, that the universe is going to meet you halfway and you are going to hit that goal. Now, there's a lot here about detaching from the timeline and 
like not being too specific about exactly what it has to look like and exactly how it has to show up, right? So there are layers here. But all of this to say that cultivating that belief was so incredibly important for me because it allowed me to keep showing up knowing that eventually it was going to work. Obviously, I don't believe in a secret to business. I tell you that all the time. But I think that most people don't know this one thing when it comes to closing more sales. You get to choose beliefs that actually serve you. I know, it feels almost a little too good to be true, right? Discovering this was such a game changer for me when it came to taking the ick out of selling so I could close more of them. Because instead of thinking one of the millions of lies my brain would tell me, I could choose to believe that people wanted to work with me. And you know what? As soon as I started believing that, my circumstances started lining up with that belief, allowing me to close more sales with more ease and fill my coaching practice. And of course, I want the same for you. If you're ready to get to the root of your biggest mindset challenge around sales so you can shift it and start selling in a way that feels good, grab one of the limited number of free 30-minute sincere sales coaching calls I do each week at amandajoyceweber.com slash sincere sales. So when we talk about the coaching business and we go back to the earlier episodes in the Owning It series, I told you I was showing up for five months, five months before I got my first client, before I really started to see it working. And I think there's this way where we're so quick to make that wrong. Like, oh my gosh, that was such a long time, right? But in the scheme of things, five months five months for a business that I intend to have for a very long time is not actually that long. So it was showing up and continuing to believe that it would eventually happen for me, that I would eventually get clients, that I would eventually gain traction, that I would eventually hit my financial goals. Like all of that, all of the things that I was working towards required me to really have that faith that I was not doing it alone, right? The universe was going to meet me halfway and everything was going to work out perfectly even when that looked like the furthest from the truth, right? So this brings up an entire conversation around faith. And I really think that faith is the thing that I cultivated in my life and business. And that is why I do the work that I do. Quite honestly, I have clients that come to me sometimes, which I think is funny because I talk about mindset and manifestation all the time. And they're like, well, I just don't believe in that whole manifesting thing. And it's like, okay, cool. But like, is that a conversation you're open to? Because even knowing that you can choose your beliefs is a game changer, right? Knowing that there is not one set belief that we all have to operate under and you can choose beliefs that actually feel good to you and actually support you in creating more of what you want is amazing, right? Even if we think about that in other contexts, right? So most of us probably dated, I say past tense because I dated my husband, right? But most of us probably dated with the understanding that we would eventually find a person that we liked enough to marry, right? 
where that gets tricky is if you're going on dates and you're like, I'm never going to find the person. I'm never going to, none of these people are right. This person doesn't exist. Like basically they're not out there, right? If you have that belief going into dating, one, you're probably not going to be very much fun to date. Sorry, spoiler alert. But but two, you're probably not going to find that person, right? Because you just don't have a, that perspective. You don't have that mindset that says, yeah, that person's out there. I have faith they're out there. I'm going to keep showing up as if they're out there. I'm going to trust that I'm going to find the right person. I'm going to trust that this is all going to work out. Like all of those were beliefs that ultimately helped me to meet my husband. But most of the time we think about that in, you know, one specific context, right? So that feels really obvious in the dating realm. But what can we think about our business in the same way? Can we think about life in the same way? And that we're just continuing to show up in belief and take action toward what we want. And that is ultimately what helps the universe to meet us halfway with the right people, experiences, etc. that actually help us to meet our goals, right? So I know it can feel woo-woo. I know it can feel out there, but it really is based in practicality, right? Most of us have one area of our life where we've seen this work. We've seen how if we have faith, show up and believe, continue to take action, that eventually we do hit our goals. Now, why this is important when it comes to business is because we need to have that very same faith, right? Is because it's so much easier to show up and actually take action and hate your goals if you believe that everything you're doing is working, right? I have a mantra that I use in my business and it's all working and it's always working, right? It's all working and it's always working. And this is just so helpful. And this is what I coach my clients around as well, because when you can show up with the belief that it's all working and it's always working, it takes the pressure off any one single thing to be the thing that creates the overnight success or tips the scale or, you know, has you being the person who finally made it or whatever, right? You're just showing up knowing like that one Instagram post you did yesterday is bringing you closer to your goal. That one interview you did is bringing you closer to your your goal. That one person who reached out wanting to know what you do is bringing you closer to your goal. Like it all adds up. Each of those is a opportunity for the universe to meet you halfway. So This belief was absolutely essential for me in, one, being a better coach, right? I think that there's a way in which you really have to have a solid belief system in place in order to coach. I think that that is just so helpful because it allows me to stay grounded. It allows me to stay anchored. It allows me to feel really solid in my beliefs so that when clients are feeling wobbly, when they're going through a little bit of a mindset hurdle, when they're struggling and they're having challenges, I'm able to coach them through a very solid belief system. And I think that that has been so helpful in my life, but it's also so helpful as a coach as well. So that's really what's allowed me to create the beautiful, balanced life and successful, thriving business was really having this solid belief system through which I view life and business because our brains filter for repetition, right? They filter for repetition, not accuracy. (laughs) 
So the thing you tell it most often is the thing your brain is going to believe to be true. So I have said that the universe meets me halfway so many times, and I honestly believe it, right? Like it's a a thought that has occurred so many times that I really believe that, and I've seen it to be true. I've seen evidence of that as well. But there are so many other belief systems that have helped me to have the life and business, signing clients with ease. Like that was something that I wrote from the very beginning of my business, right? And it's so amazing because my circumstances have really lined up with that. I just got a 5K pay in full client this morning, you know? Like my circumstances have 100% lined up with that belief, but that was cultivated over time. And I think that we can really use mindset as that guiding force almost, right? Beliefs are what guides us. Beliefs are what allows our subconscious brain to take the actions it does, you know? All of this is so, so important because establishing those beliefs allows you to feel so grounded in your decisions. It allows you to make better decisions moving forward because you're not wobbling quite as often. And when you do, you can go back to that belief that much quicker, right? So I think that that is just so helpful to remember, especially if you feel like mindset is out there or it's not something that you've really done a lot of work around in the past or whatever is coming up for you. I think it's just so important to recognize that there's a lot of this that is based in a lot of practical knowledge as well, right? Like really think about it. Are you going to want to be on a sales call with the person who's like, yeah, I mean, you could buy this thing, but you know, like, no, you're going to want to buy from the person who's in the energy of this is the thing you need. This is going to help you so much. So I think sometimes we think that energy and talking about things like that is out there, but like you have seen this work in a very practical way. And that is what makes the difference, right? The person who is really sold on why you need the thing and feels confident in that is the person who has those solid and rooted beliefs. So when we can look at it that way, it's just so much easier to see how you know, mindset has everything to do with your results. And that was ultimately what I saw. So I think that like there was so much shame around talking about these things, using words like mindset and manifestation, really believing these things because of this sort of stigma that is attached to, you know, it being spiritual and woo-woo and out there. But Ultimately, I had to let that shit go. Like, I think there's no way in which I can be a mindset and sales coach and not talk about these things, right? In order to sell, we need to talk about what we do. You can't sell if people don't know what you're selling. So it's just so important. It's such an important part in marketing, sales, coaching, all of it, because the beliefs are really everything, right? So that was just something I really had to get on board with and something I had to become more comfortable around. Now, does that mean that everyone understands 100% of the time? No, I mean, but like, 
in no business or nowhere in life really does that happen. So I really just had to approach it from this perspective of that's okay. It's okay that not everyone is going to get it. It's okay that even my husband thinks I'm a little bit out there sometimes with the beliefs, but it's funny. He'll say things to me like, well, the universe will meet you halfway on that or I'm just manifesting what I want right now. And it's so funny to me because I'm like, those were totally beliefs that I <laughs> that I ingrained in you right there. But I think that it's just been so helpful in just seeing how beautifully the dots connect and seeing how this really has been the thing that has changed my life. It's the thing that has changed my business. It's the thing that's helped me to reach my financial goals. It's the thing that helped me to meet my husband. I mean, that's a whole nother podcast episode, but he and I met at a friend's wedding in Milwaukee because I told her that I wanted to meet a tall, handsome man that would spin me around on the dance floor. And it's so funny because I set that intention and then I met Brian at that exact wedding and then we long distance dated. He was in Connecticut and I was in New York. And But like that's how that's how our relationship came about, right? Like Brian's my all-time favorite manifestation right there. But anyway, getting back to the point, these beliefs were the things that made all of it work, right? These beliefs were the things that allowed me to keep showing up. This is what built confidence over time. This is how I kept taking action toward what I wanted, even when I didn't see it working. This is how I've created the life and business I have today. And it's why I feel so strongly about this, right? Even though it goes against my Catholic high school upbringing, it really is the thing that feels true to me. And I think that is the most important part, right? When we think about mindset, it's really about finding those beliefs that feel true to you or that you want to have, right? I think that's an important point too, right? You can, you can want to believe that you sign clients with ease, even if that's not your current reality, right? So you, again, going back to the fact that you can always choose, you can choose beliefs that actually serve you. And that was such a game changer for me. And that is the part that I'm really stepping out and owning in this final episode of this series, because I want you to know that this was the thing that changed my life. This was the thing that made it all work. So if you think that mindset sounds really out there, if you're like, man, (laughs) I have heard a lot of things about mindset being an important part of building a business, but I've never actually got it then I hope this episode really helped you to understand on a deeper level at least how it's impacted my life and how those beliefs have really been everything in creating more of what I want. So I want to thank you guys. I am so incredibly grateful that you have joined me for this Owning It series. I really was not sure how this whole thing was going to go. I was very hesitant to put this series out because it felt uncomfortable to me and I wasn't sure how people would react and respond to it. But I just want you to know that I am so grateful for you tuning in. I am so grateful that I've had the opportunity to share these things with you because ultimately this is why I do the work that I do. I want you to know what the journey has been like for me. I want you to know the things that I'm afraid to tell you because ultimately I believe that only helps. It can only help you on your journey. It can only help you in building your beautiful, balanced life and successful, thriving business. So 
Thank you so much for tuning in. Thank you so much for coming back week after week. And if you enjoyed this series, please do me a favor, screenshot this episode, share it out to your people, tag me on Instagram, because the more we share it, the more we can help others and get it into the hands of the people who need this information the most. And just a final reminder, if you have something that you have felt shame around in the past or something that you haven't quite made peace with on your own business journey and you would like to share that so that you can start owning it and really start feeling empowered to create more of the results that you want, go ahead, share that out on Instagram. Be sure to tag me. Use the hashtag I've decided to own it. And I will be reading all of those and resharing it. And just again, so incredibly grateful to you guys and hope that this series has really helped you to shine a light on the things that you would probably rather sweep under the rug or that have been the less than desirable parts of your journey and really feel empowered to own them so that you can start feeling the feels of working towards your goals and making your dreams a reality. All right, guys, thank you so much for joining me. I will be coming at you again next week and I will talk to you then. Thanks for listening to One Simple Shift. Check out the show notes for this episode and all past episodes at amandajoyceweber.com slash shift. If you're loving this podcast, do me a favor and leave a rating and review on Apple Podcasts. These reviews truly mean the world to me, helping me to reach more people and have more impact. And as a special thanks, we'll reach out to everyone that leaves a review and you'll receive my absolutely free life and business changing future you meditation. This mindset exercise is the simplest, easiest way to tap into future you today and start being that woman now. I only wish I had a visualization exercise like this when I first started my business and now it's available to all of you. Simply screenshot your review and email it to me at amanda at amandajoyceweber.com to receive your free meditation. And remember, sometimes the only thing standing in the way of a more profitable business and a more fulfilling life is one simple shift. There is a lot of commonalities between, is that a word, commonalities? I don't know.